Welcome back, lifers, to another episode of Life Points with Rhonda. Today, we're diving into a topic that touches so many of our lives, the habit of over-apologizing, especially for things beyond our control. Have you ever found yourself saying sorry for things like the weather, other people's emotions, or simply existing in a space? It's a common reflex, but it's one that can weigh heavily on our mental well-being and our relationships. In fact, there is such a complexity about this subject the more deeper I dug before I realized that this is a super interesting topic to speak on. I kept researching, and the more I did so, it became more in-depth the more it unraveled. In this episode, we'll explore why we do this, how it impacts our interactions with others, and most importantly, how we can stop. We'll also end with a mindful meditation to help you move forward, especially from toxic situations that demand submissiveness in apologies. Yes, I said that correctly, submissiveness in apologies. But first, while putting my notes together on this topic, I instantly started to think what someone had asked me about apologizing and thought you know she is totally correct. And as a side note, what the hell? And why in the hell does it necessarily matter? We're going to jump in and figure it out as I break it all down. Now I know that your time is valuable, so let's get started. Okay? Today, we start with a couple of very famous quotes. Life becomes easier when you learn to accept an apology you never got. Never apologize for showing your feelings. When you do, you are apologizing for the truth. H. Jackson Brown Jr. You are beautiful. Please forgive me. H. Jackson Brown Jr. When a person tells you that you hurt them, you don't get to decide that you didn't. Louis C.K. Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a constant attitude. Martin Luther King Jr. Apologize for what exactly? In relationships, the act of apologizing is often a challenging and complex endeavor. It requires us to confront our own mistakes, acknowledge the impact of our actions on others, and take responsibility for the hurt we may have caused. However, the question of what exactly we should apologize for can be a source of confusion and conflict in many relationships. So let us really dig in deep with this conversation, and in doing so, we'll explore the nuances of apologizing and delve into the intricacies of offering a meaningful and sincere apology. Understanding the need for apologies. Apologies are an essential part of healthy and fulfilling relationships. They serve as a bridge for repairing emotional wounds, rebuilding trust, and fostering understanding between individuals. When we make mistakes or inadvertently hurt our partners, friends, or family members, offering a genuine apology demonstrates empathy, accountability, and a genuine desire to make amends. The complexity of apologies. While the concept of apologizing may seem straightforward, the reality is often far more intricate. The need to apologize can arise from a myriad of situations, ranging from minor misunderstandings to significant breaches of trust. Understanding the specific actions or words that warrant an apology requires careful consideration of the context, the impact on the other person, and our own intentions. Types of apologies. Apologies can encompass a wide spectrum of behaviors and actions. They may be necessary for instances of disrespect, insensitivity, dishonesty, betrayal, or neglect. Furthermore, apologies can extend beyond individual actions to encompass systemic issues, such as patterns of behavior, communication styles, or power imbalances within a relationship. The art of a genuine apology. Offering a sincere apology involves more than just uttering the words, I'm sorry. A genuine apology requires self-reflection, empathy, and a commitment to change. It involves acknowledging the specific harm caused, expressing remorse, 
and outlining steps to prevent similar occurrences in the future. Additionally, a meaningful apology necessitates active listening, validation of the other person's feelings, and a genuine effort to understand the impact of our actions, apologizing without condition. A common pitfall in the art of apologizing is the inclusion of conditional statements or justifications. Authentic apologies should not be diluted by phrases such as, I'm sorry, but, or I'm sorry if you were upset. True remorse demands a clear acceptance of responsibility without deflecting blame or minimizing the other person's emotions. When we apologize, it's crucial to focus on the impact of our actions rather than our intentions or external circumstances. Moving forward, after an apology. After extending an apology, it's essential to allow the other person the space and time they need to process their emotions. Rebuilding trust and repairing the relationship may require ongoing efforts to demonstrate change through consistent actions, open communication, and a genuine commitment to understanding and respecting the other person's feelings. When your apologies are not accepted or appreciated, despite our best intentions and efforts, there may be occasions when the apologies we offer are not received in the manner we had hoped for. In such instances, it's important to recognize that the other person's response is beyond our control, and their reluctance to accept or appreciate our apology does not diminish its significance. Understanding the reasons. There are several reasons why someone might not readily accept or appreciate an apology. They may still be processing their emotions, grappling with the impact of the incident, or require additional time to heal. In some cases, the hurt caused may be deeply ingrained, making it challenging for the other person to immediately embrace our apology. Furthermore, past experiences, communication styles, and individual coping mechanisms can all influence how our apologies are received. Respecting boundaries. When faced with a situation where our apologies are met with resistance, it's crucial to respect the other person's boundaries and emotional needs. Pressuring them to accept our apology or seeking validation for our remorse can inadvertently exacerbate the strain on the relationship. Instead, granting them the space and time they require demonstrates a genuine regard for their well-being and autonomy. Continuing to show accountability. Even if our apologies are not readily accepted, it's essential to uphold the accountability and commitment to change that underpin a sincere apology. Consistently demonstrating efforts to rectify our mistakes, actively listening to the other person's perspective, and displaying empathy in our interactions can convey the depth of our remorse, irrespective of their initial response. Seeking dialogue and understanding. Engaging in open, respectful dialogue can be instrumental in navigating situations where our apologies are not immediately embraced. Expressing a genuine willingness to understand the other person's point of view, validating their emotions, and actively listening to their concerns can foster an environment conducive to reconciliation and healing. Moreover, seeking clarity on how we can better support and address their needs moving forward demonstrates a sincere commitment to growth and understanding. Seeking support. Navigating the complexities of unresolved apologies can be emotionally taxing. It's important to seek support from trusted friends, mentors, or mental health professionals to process our own emotions and gain insight into how to navigate the situation with empathy and grace. Additionally, seeking guidance from individuals with expertise in conflict resolution or relationship dynamics can offer valuable perspectives and strategies for moving forward. In conclusion, encountering situations where our apologies are not accepted or appreciated underscores the inherent complexities of human emotions and relationships. By respecting the other person's boundaries, 
continuing to demonstrate accountability, seeking open dialogue, and seeking support when needed, we can navigate these challenges with empathy and understanding, paving the way for potential reconciliation and growth. Next, let's define what we mean by the apology reflex. It's that automatic response, that quick, I'm sorry, that slips out when something goes wrong, even if it's completely out of our control. It could be apologizing for bad weather on a day out, for expressing an emotion, or even for just taking up space. It seems harmless, but is it really? Psychologists have a lot to say about this. They suggest that over-apologizing can stem from various factors, social conditioning, a desire to avoid conflict, or even a deep-seated need to be liked. For some, it's a learned behavior from childhood, a way to keep the peace in a turbulent environment. But let's go deeper. Over-apologizing can also be linked to self-esteem. When we constantly say sorry for things beyond our control, we're sending ourselves a message that our presence is somehow a burden that we need to make up for simply being. This can be especially true in relationships where one's feelings or needs were historically dismissed or criticized. Imagine this scenario. You're late to meet a friend because of unexpected traffic. You arrive flustered and apologetic. But is the traffic your fault? Of course not. Yet the apology comes out instinctively. It's a small example, but it illustrates how our reflex to apologize can kick in, even when logic tells us we're not to blame. Think about your own life. How often do you find yourself saying sorry? And in those moments, are you truly at fault or are you apologizing out of habit? This reflex isn't just about words. It's about how we see ourselves in relation to others. When we over-apologize, we might be seeking validation, reassurance that we're okay, that we're still accepted. It's a way of mitigating potential disapproval, a safety net against rejection. But here's the thing, constantly apologizing can have the opposite effect. It can lead to others perceiving us as less confident, even less competent. It can create a dynamic where our needs and feelings are overlooked because we've set a precedent that we're always the ones in the wrong. So what can we do about it? Awareness is the first step. Start noticing when you apologize and ask yourself, is this apology really necessary? Am I at fault here? This simple act of self-reflection can be incredibly powerful. It will tell you insights about yourself that will be challenging, yet allow you to understand fully when a person is overreacting or not acting at all, yet want you to apologize. Remember, it's okay to take up space. It's okay to have needs and emotions. You don't have to apologize for being human. Every time you resist the urge to say sorry unnecessarily, you're reinforcing your self-worth. You're telling yourself that you matter just as much as anyone else. Understanding the apology reflex is about more than curbing a habit. It's about self-discovery, about learning to value ourselves and our place in the world. It's a journey, and it's one, worth taking. So, the next time you're about to say, I'm sorry, for something that's not your fault, take a moment, pause, reflect, you might just find that what you really want to say is something entirely different. Impact on relationships. Now, let's shift our focus to how this habit can impact our relationships, not just romantically, but also with friends and in professional settings. Over-apologizing can create dynamics that are less than ideal. Let's explore this through three different scenarios. Scenario one, romantic relationship. Imagine a couple, Jamie and Alex. Jamie has a habit of over-apologizing. They say sorry for expressing their needs, for having a bad day, even for things like the dinner not being perfect. Over time, this creates an imbalance. Alex starts to see Jamie's needs as less important, and Jamie feels increasingly unheard and unvalued. 
It's a subtle shift, but it's damaging. The apologies that were meant to smooth things over are actually building a wall between them. In romantic relationships, over-apologizing can lead to a lack of authenticity. It's hard to build intimacy when one person is constantly diminishing their own feelings and needs. Scenario two, friendship. Now let's talk about friendship. Consider two friends, Sam and Taylor. Sam is always the one to apologize, whether it's for being a few minutes late or for things entirely out of their control, like a sudden change in plans due to weather. Over time, Taylor starts taking Sam's apologies for granted. The dynamic becomes one where Sam's time and feelings are seen as less valuable. This isn't healthy for either of them. Sam feels underappreciated and Taylor misses out on a more balanced and mutually respectful friendship. Friendships thrive on equality and respect. When one person is always in the role of the apologizer, it disrupts this balance. Scenario three, professional setting. Lastly, let's look at a professional scenario. Imagine Jordan who has a tendency to over-apologize at work. They say sorry for asking questions, for needing clarification, and even when others make mistakes. This habit, though well-intentioned, starts to affect how Jordan is perceived by colleagues and superiors. It undermines their confidence and can even limit their professional growth. Instead of being seen as a competent team member, Jordan is viewed as unsure and overly deferential. In the workplace, over-apologizing can inadvertently send a message that you're not confident in your skills or decisions. It's crucial to present yourself as capable and assertive, and this is something Jordan struggles with due to their apology reflex. These three scenarios in romantic relationships, friendships, and professional settings illustrate a common thread. Over-apologizing, while often stemming from a place of kindness or a desire to maintain harmony, can lead to a devaluation of our own worth and needs. It can create dynamics where we're not seen as equals, where our voices aren't given the weight they deserve. It's important to recognize that saying sorry, when it's truly warranted, is a powerful and necessary part of healthy relationships. But when apologies become a reflex for things beyond our control or for simply existing, it's time to pause and reassess. How are these apologies serving us? Are they protecting our relationships or are they hindering our ability to be seen and heard as we truly are? Take some time to reflect on this question. I would love to chat about it with you. Breaking the cycle of over-apologizing, so, now. We've discussed the apology reflex and how it impacts our relationships. Now let's talk about breaking the cycle. How do we stop apologizing when it's not necessary? How do we assert our worth without the crutch of unnecessary apologies? Let's keep diving in. The first step to breaking any habit is awareness. Start by paying attention to when and why you apologize. Is it a reaction to anxiety? A way to avoid conflict? Understanding the triggers can help you address the underlying issues. Here's an exercise. For one week, keep a sorry journal. Write down each time you apologize, what for, and how you felt. You might be surprised at the patterns that emerge. Once you're aware of your apology reflex, challenge it. Ask yourself, is this apology truly necessary? If not, resist the urge to say it. This might feel uncomfortable at first, but it's a crucial step towards change. Another powerful tool is assertiveness. Being assertive doesn't mean being aggressive. It means expressing your thoughts and feelings confidently and respectfully. Practice stating your needs and opinions clearly without prefacing them with an apology. Remember, it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to say no. It's okay to take up space. You don't have to apologize for these things. 
Setting healthy boundaries is a sign of self-respect and respect for others. Let's talk about self-esteem. Over-apologizing can stem from a place of low self-worth. Work on building your self-esteem. Celebrate your accomplishments, no matter how small. Remind yourself of your strengths and value. This isn't about arrogance. It's about acknowledging your worth. Moving forward from toxic relationships. So far, we've explored the apology reflex and how to break the cycle. Now let's delve into a more challenging aspect, moving forward from toxic relationships. These are relationships where apologies are used as a tool for control or manipulation. How do we recognize these dynamics and more importantly, how do we heal and move on? First, it's essential to understand what we mean by toxic relationships. These are connections, whether romantic, platonic, or professional, where there is a consistent pattern of unhealthy behaviors. This can include manipulation, emotional abuse, or a lack of respect for boundaries. In these relationships, apologies might be demanded for things that are not your fault, creating a cycle of guilt and submission. Recognizing a toxic relationship can be difficult, especially when you're in the midst of it. It often requires stepping back and objectively looking at the patterns of interaction. Are you constantly made to feel guilty? Are your feelings and needs disregarded? Does the relationship leave you feeling drained rather than uplifted? These are critical questions to ask yourself. If you find yourself in a toxic relationship, the first step is acknowledging it. This in itself can be incredibly challenging, but is crucial for your healing journey. Remember, it's not your fault. No one deserves to be in a relationship that diminishes their self-worth. Moving forward often involves setting firm boundaries, or in some cases, ending the relationship. This can be a painful process, but it's necessary for your well-being. Surround yourself with supportive friends, family, or seek professional help if needed. You're not alone in this. Healing from a toxic relationship takes time and patience. Be gentle with yourself. Engage in self-care activities, reconnect with your interests, and focus on rebuilding your self-esteem. It's a journey of rediscovering your strength and worth. As you heal and move forward, you'll find that you're not just surviving, you're thriving. You'll start to form healthier relationships that respect and honor your true self. You'll learn to trust your instincts and stand firm in your boundaries. Remember, moving forward from a toxic relationship is not just about leaving a negative situation. It's about stepping into a new chapter of your life, one where you are valued and respected. This is a new year of new opportunities. Chose yourself for once. It's a profound transformation, and you have the strength to make it happen. Thank you for joining me today on Life Points with Rhonda. As we close this episode, I hope you feel empowered to take the steps necessary for your emotional well-being. Stay tuned for more discussions on building healthier relationships and leading a more fulfilling life. Until next time, take care of yourself and remember, you are worthy of love and respect. This episode is dedicated to Naisha, who frequently challenges me on apologizing. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss a life-changing episode. Share our podcast with friends and family who might benefit from our discussions. And for even more exclusive content, be sure to check out our Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube channels. Also, would you like me to speak about a specific topic? Simply send me your suggestions to lifepointswithrhonda at gmail.com. If I select your topic, not only will you receive a shout out, but some really cool prizes. And if you just have a simple questions about love, life, and general relationships, hit up my Life Points assistant. I'll leave the link in the episode notes. Again, thank you for listening. 
And for those of you who want to stick around for the meditation, I am eternally grateful. Just please be sure to be in a safe space. In this meditation, I will be saying a few pauses or ask you to reflect on something. Please use the style that is most comfortable for you. You may pause the meditation as needed. Mindfulness meditation exercise. Welcome to the meditation segment of Life Points with Rhonda. As we conclude today's episode, I invite you to join me in a guided mindfulness meditation. This exercise is designed to help you reflect on the themes we've discussed and to find a sense of peace and empowerment. Whether you're sitting or lying down, make yourself comfortable. Let's begin. Close your eyes and take a deep breath in and out. Allow yourself to become aware of your breathing, the rise and fall of your chest, the air flowing in and out of your lungs. With each breath, feel yourself becoming more relaxed, more centered. Pause for breathing. Now bring to mind a recent situation where you apologized for something that wasn't your fault. Recall the details of that moment. Notice any feelings that arise, maybe guilt, anxiety, or the urge to please others. Just observe these feelings without judgment. Reflective pause. As you hold this memory, imagine yourself in that situation again. But this time, instead of apologizing, you simply acknowledge the situation. You accept it without the need to take responsibility for it. Notice how this makes you feel. Do you feel more empowered, more authentic? Pause for contemplation. Now let that scenario gently fade away. Bring your attention back to your breath. With each inhale, imagine breathing in strength and self-compassion. With each exhale, release the need to apologize unnecessarily. Let go of the burden of guilt. Pause for breathing. In this moment of stillness, remind yourself of your worth. You are valuable, just as you are. You don't need to apologize for your feelings, your needs, or your existence. You deserve to take up space, to be heard, to be respected. Empowering pause. As we near the end of this meditation, set an intention for yourself. Perhaps it's to be more mindful of your apology reflex, to embrace your authentic self, or to cultivate healthier relationships. Hold this intention in your heart. Know that with each day, you are growing, learning, and becoming stronger. Take one more deep breath in and out. Feel a sense of peace and clarity wash over you. When you're ready, gently open your eyes. Bring the sense of calm and empowerment with you as you move through your day. Thank you for joining me in this mindfulness meditation on Life Points with Rhonda. I hope this exercise has brought you a sense of peace and self-awareness. Remember, you have the power to change your habits and create a life filled with respect and authenticity. Until next time, take care of yourself and cherish your journey towards emotional freedom. Remember, as always, trust your instincts and please only make choices that feel right for you in your relationships. Until next time, stay informed, stay safe, and please continue strengthening your relationships one life point at a time. Take care and remember to always be well.